Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day four, my final day, sadly, with Pastor Brian Kiesler. And Pastor, if you would be willing in the future sometime, maybe we get together again. I'd love to do this again down the road. Absolutely. It's been quite the blessing, and I'm so thankful. You know, God's a relationship God, and just yet I have another Christian friend, and I'm so thankful for that. So I know we're going to talk one more day a little bit about maybe a couple other stories on your uh, ministering in Jamaica. So I'm going to kick it over to you, Pastor. All right. Well, thank you. And bless you all again today. Thank you for listening to the podcast. It's been a a very big blessing to be a part of it. And I I trust that the Lord's using what we're talking about in these sessions to be a blessing to you and to encourage you in your walk with him. Well, as the brother just said, we were were in, in Jamaica again. And this, you know, I don't, don't let the devil lie to you and think, well, that can only work in a certain place. People are people everywhere. Sin is sin everywhere. The devil is the devil everywhere. Yeah. The gospel is the gospel everywhere. And more importantly than anything, Jesus is Jesus everywhere. So no matter where you are, where you're living, or what you know climate you might be facing spiritually, this will work every single place you'll work it in Jesus' name. Yeah. But we were, this just so happened to be in, in Jamaica one trip and... The day before we had gone out the next morning, the Lord really had a burden on my heart for the people. And so I spent time in my hotel room in prayer, just, Lord, there's something that you're going to do that's going to be very significant today. And so as I shared in previous podcasts, we had Bible tracks that we were going out and just walking up to people on the streets. Well, I had this stack of Bible tracts that I was just laying hands on them and that people were going to come into contact with this tract and the Holy Spirit was going to begin tugging on their heart and that they would read it, not discard it and things like that. Well, through my time, throughout the rest of that day and into the next morning, I didn't take the time to fold the Bible tracts. So they were, you know, eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper cut in threes, and then I didn't fold them in half. So I just stuck them in my left pocket of my my khaki pants and I said, well, Lord, they don't have to be folded. You know, it doesn't matter that the bait's still here. The hook is still here. And so uh, we got out on the street and I was witnessing to people and we were were having just a great, a great day leading people to Jesus all over this square. And I was standing out on on a corner of of the street, looking across the street to the next corner. And there was a man there who had two young people with him. And you could tell there was a bank there. You could tell that they were waiting for someone to come out of the bank. And five, 10 minutes passed. I keep catching this guy and just praying, Lord, send him my way. And about four or five minutes pass again, this lady comes out with another child. So now you got a husband and wife and three kids. And they are walking, getting ready to cross the street. They cross the street and the husband looks up. And he catches eyes with me, and I do not mean to be silly about this, but you know the expression that he went white as a ghost, he looked sheet white. He was absolutely terrified at looking at me, and I thought, well, I definitely have a face for radio, but I didn't realize uh, that that was that startling. And so I said, brother, come here. And he looked at me and shook his head no, and, and he was trembling, like he was physically trembling. And I said, it's okay, brother, come and talk to me. And so he got about five to 10 feet from me and he starts talking to me and he said, I know you. And I said, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't think you know me. And he said, no, I, I know you. I absolutely know you. And I said, well, I don't know how you could know, know me. I'm from the U.S. And 
I said, I've been here many times. Maybe I've seen you before, you know, last year or something. He said, no. He said, you don't understand. I know who you are. Well, that's starting to freak me out. So I'm like, well, explain what you mean. He says, last night I went to bed and I had a dream and I was in a skyscraper at the very top of this building in a skyscraper. And he said, all of a sudden there was this earthquake that started happening. And he said, the building that I was in began to shift violently back and forth. And the elevator, I heard the elevator ding and the doors opened and you walked out of the elevator and you reached out your right hand and you had in your left hand a fluorescent yellow piece of paper and you said, I can save you. And I said, interesting. You saw me, not just a person. He said, no, I saw you. And I pulled out of my left front pocket that piece of fluorescent paper and I said, did I have one of these in my hand? And that man dropped to his knees on the street and he said, what is this? And I said, well, sir, I want you to know that the Holy Spirit of the living God was showing you last night in a dream that today your life was going to be changed for eternity. And so he said, what, what is on that piece of paper? And I said, it's Bible verses that tell us that everyone in the world needs a savior. So I ended up leading this man to the Lord, his wife to the Lord, and all three of his children, they all knelt down on the street corner in Montego Bay and gave their life to Jesus. But that was such a powerful testimony because the Holy Spirit was at work already the afternoon before I had this burden on my heart to pray and I knew that something supernatural was going to take place. Now, when one person gives their life to Jesus, it's supernatural. We all rejoice, all the angels in heaven rejoice. Yeah. But God saw fit to show this particular guy my face and show him my hand reaching out to him and a fluorescent yellow piece of paper in it. And I'm telling you, there's nothing like following the leading of the Holy Spirit and having the Holy Spirit get involved in your evangelism and sharing your faith. And I can share one more testimony. Yeah. Dr. Terry Mize taught, taught me this in Jamaica back in 1996. He talked about a man that he had met just a few years prior that was sharing his testimony. He was a very wealthy businessman in Europe. And he was a single man, kind of a playboy womanizer type. And he had decided that he was going to go to Amsterdam and he was going to go to a specific place in Amsterdam because he knew that he could basically indulge in all the lust of his flesh. And so he is all prepared and gets on the plane and flies to this place and gets into a cab and goes to the hotel room, unpacks his things, gets dressed. He's got a pocket full of money and he's getting ready to hit the streets and go out and just enjoy, so he thinks, this night on the town living in the lust of his flesh. Well, as he walks out of the hotel room, out of the lobby, a young boy hands him a piece of paper and he just grabs it from the kid, sticks it in his pocket and walks away, not giving the young boy any time of day. He ends up going to get something to eat and while he's at the restaurant getting ready to eat, he's planning out what he's going to be doing over the next 36 to 48 hours and all the fun that he's thinking he's going to have. But something on the inside of him says, you just need to go back to the hotel room. He started not feeling well, so he goes back to the hotel room. He takes everything out of his pockets and be, begins to get undressed so he can lay down and, and just rest. He thought, well, maybe the flight's got me a little bit nauseous, so I'm going to do this. Well, as he pulls that piece of paper out of his pocket that that little boy gave him, it's a Bible tract. 
And that man gave his life to Jesus Christ that night in that hotel room. He canceled all of his plans that he had for sinning, got a flight back and decided I need to go to church because now I've given my life to Jesus and this track says I need to go to church. So he did. And Dr. Mize shared this testimony that all these years later now, he's a missionary around the world. He's a pastor of a very successful church. And he's literally given hundreds of millions of dollars to the gospel to see people give their life to Jesus. So, you know, that little boy could have left that night thinking, well, I didn't do anything at all passing out these tracts. I didn't lead anybody to Jesus. In fact, even some of his friends or family might have mocked him because don't you know that that doesn't work anymore? But you'll, you never know the audience that you can reach or who's out there that you're passing by when you just reach out to share your faith in Jesus Christ with them. It could change their life forever. And so I encourage you, be vocal, be active, and be willing to be used by the Holy Spirit. You'll never know what all God can do through you, but it's going to be awesome in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you could pray for our listeners, you know, maybe there's people out there have been listening that just haven't been able to muster up the courage to go talk to somebody, but Maybe your answer for a while is to just pass out some tracks. Maybe you can't say a word, but you can hand out a track, you know. And uh, so I just encourage you just to do whatever you can. Take baby steps with the Lord sometimes. And before you know it, you'll be running. So if you would, please pray, Pastor. Yes, sir. Father, I just thank you that it is your plan, it is your purpose, and it is your desire that all of us make disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, your sons and daughters, Uh, that are walking with you. We've been commissioned and commanded to go and preach the gospel and make disciples. So Father, I thank you that it is your will. It is your plan. It is your desire. And I thank you that you will give the courage, the boldness, and the strength for each of our listeners to go out and to share their faith. And as our brother said, they might just start with the baby step of handing out a tract. Father, I thank you that as they do that and they're faithful in that, that you'll grow them and expand them and anoint them to get even more and more bold, to teach the people in their life the sphere of influence that they have about the love of God demonstrated at the cross of Jesus Christ. I pray these things, Father, in the name of Jesus. Anoint and equip them uh, to do what it is that you've purposed and planned for them to do. And that is all of us should do the work of an evangelist, teaching and preaching about Jesus, what he's done for the world and how he has done it for the world. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Pastor, what's the best way of reaching you again, please? Uh, you can reach out to us at info at nccconline.com. You can find us on Facebook at ncconlinemi.com from Facebook and then also our website, www.nccconline.com. Praise God. Well, thank you so much, Pastor. It's been amen. a blessing having you. Well, folks, we thank love you. you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. If you can't do that, give them a track. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.